We got a, a Nightwave Radio TM with a $2 Super Chat donation. It says, Wet Movie 1, Kill Snickers Pod off of wins. Kill Snickers, like Snickers, like as in the candy bar, Pod off of wins. I don't know what you mean by that, my man. I, Whoa! <laughs> I apologize, right? Do I, do I know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I guess Pot Awful wins again. Hi, hello, everybody. Welcome. I had no idea. I guess I won again. You know, this is Wet Movie 1, and he says uh, that I win. I don't know. We'll go into that clip a little bit later. There's something I've been thinking about, something has been on my mind a lot lately, is this uh, thing, copyright. You know, it's come to my attention. Copyrights aren't exactly understood by everybody. I'm not sure I understand them. I'm being told that I don't really understand trademark or registered trademarks or copyrights. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking of my black friends. You know, I'm thinking of the people that I love to see the most on the internet, my brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about them. And I realize every time I see anything that they upload, they use this magical phrase. You might have heard of it. It goes like this. No, no copyrights copyright intended. No copyrights intended. And apparently, this is like a catch-all. It's a magical thing. If you go to the blackest place on Facebook right now, which is, of course, Room 21 Worldwide, hashtag RIP Daisha, you go there right now, you type into the search bar, no copyright intended. Look at what you find. You got a guy, check this out. This is just a random fucking video right here. He's just going to be playing music. Let's do this. He's going to be playing music, and he's just sitting there. He's just sitting there playing music. It's so bizarre. Now, he says no copyrights intended. There's 50 Cent. I'm pretty sure he doesn't own the copyright to that. I mean, he's not, he doesn't own anything. He's not doing anything. There's no fair use here. I'm a YouTube guy. I'm all about that fair use. You know, I think you have to... You have to have fair use to do anything, right? That's what I've been conditioned to believe. Let's go to another one here. I don't know. Uh, look, okay, here, here's a great one. Check this out. This is, again, Room 21. It says, copyright statement. This track is not intended to infringe any copyright laws in any way. Apparently, this is for the sole purpose of entertainment. No profit is gained from this. It is the copyrighted property of its respective owners. And here's a guy. He's just DJing. He's just DJing music. So you're just getting to listen to the music for free. But luckily, no copyright intended. You go to YouTube, you're going to see the same thing, by the way. On YouTube, you type in no copyright intended to YouTube. It's 100 videos by black folks just playing music, saying no copyright infringement intended, no copyrights intended. The same deal right there. And to me, it's shocking they haven't tried this another way. I thought, like, for sure, the whole point of copyright is just saying that it's, not, it's you don't own the copyright. That doesn't mean you get to use it then. They use it like this get-out-of-jail-free card, you know? And why, I mean, do that when you go looting or shoplifting, you know? Oh, sorry, no stealing intended. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't arrest him. I'm sorry, shopkeeper, he said no stealing intended. So you're free to go, Ahmad Arbery. <laughs> it turns out it was jogging was intended the whole time. This is an incredible phrase, no copyrights intended. And the reason I started thinking about it 
There's a few reasons, really. Number one, you might know this on our Wednesday show in the Pizza Fund, I recently bought a trademark, okay? I bought the trademark to Nightwave Radio. This guy, Defango, owned it, and he decided to sell it, and now it's mine. I own it, but I'm being told by a certain faction of the internet that that's not how trademarks work, and I I could have sworn that's how trademarks work. I checked with my lawyer, Nick Recchietta, Lawtism. He said I'm good to go, and if you question me on this, feel free to contact Recchietta Media on this. I'm pretty sure this is how trademarks work, but I don't know. What do I know? I guess these people on the internet know more about copyrights than me. So in case I am misusing this trademark, don't worry. No copyrights intended. We're still good, right? And then it came to my attention that this other guy who has a show, who's, in fact, infringing on my trademark, this other guy, Mersh, have you ever heard of him? He's part of this show called Yesterday's News, Now With Your Opinions, <laughs> Revenge of the Sis. He's part of this show. He calls it Nightwave Radio, too. He and this other guy, Dick Masterson, they both seem to be very mad at me for assuming... And a lot of people on the internet, by the way, are very, very mad at me that I assumed that my paywalled content is mine, that I own the copyright to it, and that I would have the nerve to go up against some low-level nobody who stole my content from the Pizza Fund and then uploaded 50 minutes of it uncut with no commentary to their channel and just thought that would be fine. You see, I made the dreaded mistake of DMCAing that stuff. And what I didn't realize is the fucking nerds, these dorks on Kiwi farms and all over the internet right now, these losers who, in reality, if they did, if they rubbed two brain cells together, they'd go, oh yeah, this is the guy who made Dick Masterson a lol cow. Actually, he kind of weakly does the stuff we like, but they can't say that because, uh, it's it's not okay to like me. You see, the right people, they haven't said that it's okay to like me. They're sheep. You need the right person to go, this is a g- okay guy, or else it's embarrassing. You might get called out for liking me. It's unpopular. So these guys, they're nerds. They want to see my content. They want it so badly that they're willing to steal it, but they have to call me a nerd or a an F slur when they watch it, but they want it so badly. The problem is they are poor. Now, I'm not a guy living in the Hollywood Hills. I don't own a two-bedroom mansion, okay? But what I do have is apparently the content that everyone wants so badly to the point where these guys have become communists over it. You know, I could have sworn I was told by a bunch of nerds like these losers over and over again for the past few years on the internet, the worst thing you could be is a lefty communist. And now, when they can't afford to get the content they want so desperately, it should all be free. I mean, what a what an idiot I am trying to make some money off of the content I create. Of course, it seems to be fine when the people they've been told to like do it, but when I do it, that's no good, and they want that content so badly. So these guys are complaining about it. I've got a guy re-uploading my stuff, stealing, just stealing. <laughs> no stealing intended, but you stole it. This guy stole my stuff, and so I made the mistake of going to him and going, hey, listen, look, 
did you buy it from the pizza fund at least? And he told me no. And the thing is, if he had said he got it from the pizza fund, it was 50 minutes of a nearly three-hour show. I was going to let him keep it up there. I'm that nice a guy. I put out stuff for free all the time that's behind the paywall. But this guy had the nerve to tell me, no, he stole it from another guy who stole it. And so... If you didn't pay for it, I'm not going to let you make money off of it, get clicks off of it. So I DMCA'd it. And crazy me, I thought that was cool. But here we've got this guy, Mersh, if you ever heard of him, and Dick Masterson both calling me out for doing this, which is insane to me. The original tweet is from Dick. He says, unbelievable. After all this bitching and accusations about flagging and reporting, the only person who is proven and admitted flagger is Jesse P.S., which, by the way, Jesse P.S., don't you mean who? The only admitted flagger is Jesse P.S. himself. Ladies and gentlemen, the defense rests. And it is, now here's the thing, Dick has been coping hard, he's been seething, he's been sitting in our Discord, which is public, anyone can see it, we don't hide anything in there, we have nothing to hide, he's been sitting in there and just searching, that's from a search by the way, he's been searching my name, finding anything I say that he can maybe get me with, you see, he's one of the jannies, he's cleaning it up! He's got to make himself look better after I turned him into a lol cow single-handedly. That's right. That's right, Kiwi Farms. It was me, not PPP. PPP's been doing a great job. But I did make this happen. This is, uh, this is kind of my thing. So I turn him into this loser, this lol cow. Even these losers on Kiwi Farms are demanding Dick Masterson be known as a lol cow now. And Dick Masterson's got to scramble to make me look bad. Right, And so he uses this screenshot in the Discord of me saying, oh, I'm crazy for copy striking 50 minutes of my paywalled content that someone stole. Somehow this is me being a flagget to him. And then the craziest part is Mersh then comes and retweets it and says, wow, this is just incredible, LOL. Now, this is a strange concept to me, and this is what got my noggin noodling over this. I'm sitting there scratching my noodle going, hang on a second. So if Dick thinks that what I did is bad and Mersh thinks that what I did is bad, then doesn't that mean that they are implicitly saying that anybody can take their paywalled content or otherwise and re-upload it and they will not flag it? What they're saying is DMCAing in general is bad. You are allowed to steal their content and re-upload that. So I thought, you know what, it's time to test them on that. Let's see how much they believe in that little conviction of theirs. And, you know, I've talked to PPP about this um, because they're now claiming I'm the guy who flagged PPP over all of this. And PPP knows it wasn't me. It doesn't make any sense. I had my own videos flagged for privacy reasons. And what three videos were those? Well, they were Dick Masterson videos. So if it's a privacy reason, who else could be doing it but Dick Masterson? Where do you draw the line when it comes to this? I guess I don't know how flagging works anymore. I certainly don't know how copyright works anymore. So I'm going to be testing those lines as hard as humanly possible, okay? It's time for me to push no copyrights intended. 
to its furthest logical conclusions. Is my trademark valid? I don't know. Let's find out. Is it okay for me to re-upload people's content? I don't know. Let's find out. I know it's not okay with me if you do it to me, but these guys, they say it's okay. So tonight we're going to test that out. I've also got follow-up to last Sunday's episode with Spooky Charles. Spooky Charles has contacted back Dan, and he has seen more evidence of the passing of Laura Craft Bay Oneida, his one-time manager, his one-time agent. He is in contact with her spirit, and he's left several voicemails about it. All that, a lot more, maybe even a little bit a Santa Cruz joker, okay? That's just if you're good, if you're nice in the chat room. If you're not, then we gotta clean it up, clean it up. All right, get mad, internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh, y'all are doing it right. Pot Awful, fuck you, faggot. I already see a guy. There's a guy in the chat. He's like one of Mersh's. You know, uh, he's got Mersh has these white knight guys. It's really incredible how they'll follow people around to make sure that Mersh knows, like, hey, man, we've got your back. I guess he's like, I don't know. I don't know why people think he needs the backup. I'm this gnat that people are just swatting at. I should be nothing, but there's this guy in the chat. You're welcome to be here, by the way. I won't even call out your name because I don't want people to be mad at you or mad or mean to you or anything. But this guy in the chat, he's like, where are the multiple videos uh, that Mersh and Dick have done on Jesse? Well... (laughs) I got one for you tonight, buddy. You're going to see one. I know you've already seen it, by the way, because you watched it last night when you were there to protect Mersh. And where's the ones that Dick has made? Well, he doesn't make them because he had a rule made against mentioning my name because he fears me. And of course, we've now seen why he fears me. We've seen the end results of what it is I can do. And of course, the incredible fallout of that, the incredible content that we're able to make as a result of that. Have you seen The Cope Show? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. This is Pot Awful. If you don't know, I'm your host, Jesse P.S. You can uh, friend me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, if you so desire. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The effing N-word. Uh, uh. The N-word is coming, and it's coming hard. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. I can't say the N-word. The N-word guy on Twitter. A dumb pile of garbage named Jesse, piece of shit, say the N-word on his podcast. I'm going to say the N-word. No, 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 no. See, they actually talk about me all the time. I'm at the N-word. On Twitter, they're always talking about me. But no, I've got actual evidence. They can't stop talking about me. The things I do bother these guys so much, they have to create rules against me 
or they have to let you know what you're supposed to think about me, but you're not supposed to watch me. You see, I will all day long, I'll tell you, go watch these guys. In fact, I want you to subscribe to The Dick Show. Subscribe to the fake Nightwave Radio. Not mine, the fake one that Mersh hosts. Subscribe to Revenge of the Sis. Subscribe to Nick Ricchietta. Ricchietta, Ricchietta. However the hell he pronounces that name. Subscribe to all of the guys we talk about. I want you to see what they're up to. There's a reason they don't want you to see what I'm up to. Because there's a chance. It's not a big one. Most of the people that watch them are complete dumb goo brains. I mean, look at a chat room of one of these guys. You will see just how low. These are slime mold people. Okay, they've crawled up out of primordial oozes just to type. They somehow figured out typing, but not much else. These are dumb people, but there's a few of them who might just watch this and go, he's kind of got a point. I see it all the time on Twitter. You know, with this thing I just showed you in the intro of the show, this thing that Dick tweeted out on Twitter, even some of his fans were like, well, aren't you supposed to be able to DMCA your own content? Isn't that how it works? Like one guy specifically said, listen, I think Jesse sucks assholes. But what he did wasn't wrong. So that's the problem. Why do they create rules against me? The answer to the question, the, the, the reason I always ask that question, it's not because I want to be mentioned on the show. In fact, don't. It's much more fun that way. It makes you look dumb. I love the fact there's a rule against mentioning me on the dick show. Please continue doing it. You look pathetic by doing it. The why is the interesting question. Why? I always say it like that. Why? Not please mention me. Why don't you? And the why is because then you might watch and they might be exposed that way. We've been exposing Dick for so long now. It's barely even interesting to talk about at this point. It's really, we're going to focus on the Mersh half of all of this, the Mersh question, as it were, uh, when it comes to this stuff, because that's where we've really been towing the line with this copyright stuff. We'll figure it all out. We are live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, podawful.tv. Live every single Sunday, podawful.tv, for free for all of the communists out there, okay? I'm part of your system. I get it. You guys, you're in bread lines. You need your scraps of content to keep your appetites wet. I'm here for you, buddy. Wednesday and Friday, we're in the pizza fund, podawful.pizza. Uh, so if you can scrounge together 39 cents a day, you can somehow see the content you're so desperate for. Let's see what these guys are saying in the chat room right now. I wouldn't know who Dick Masterson is if it, I wasn't a, a fan of Pod Awful. I hear that all the time. I hear that about Dick. I hear that about the Revenge of the Sis and Mersh. But I, you know, Mersh thinks I owe him everything. He thinks I got a fan base from him. That's what he was saying in the early days. Now he says I have no fans. So what does that mean? That you mean does that mean that those guys that I got from you, they were worthless? Doesn't that mean I owe you nothing then? These guys can't keep their stories straight. A DMCA takedown is not flagging they're different. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, all I know is no copyrights intended. I tell you what, let me just throw it out there right now. As long as you don't put ads on this episode, you can re-upload this episode to your own channel. I don't care. No ads on it, and I'm good, all right? That's all I ask. Don't monetize it, and you can re-upload it. I won't DMCA you. The Pizza Fund content seems a little different to me. I don't know. Call me crazy. I don't know. I had, I, 
I know for a fact, Dick doesn't like it when you do it to his content because you might remember this. I'm the guy who discovered that you could literally just Google the paywalled content of New Project 2. All you had to do was type in New Project 2 hidden audio, something like that. And it would be the first result on Google. And I let you guys know that. And of course, you know, you guys kept it to yourselves. We were cool about it. We didn't do any of the dreaded gay Gay ops. ops. Ooh, God. Oh, no, gay ops. And again, what are gay ops? They are of, uh, gay ops, of course, is when you got trolled and you don't like it. That's gay ops. When somebody, when you do it to somebody else, it's not gay ops. When you get trolled, it is gay ops. That's how it works. Whenever you hear someone say gay ops, ask yourself, did they f- get fooled? Or did they fall for something? Do they look stupid right now? That's probably why they're calling it gay ops. But anyway, we didn't do any gay ops when it came to that. I just told you, hey, you can Google this content. And then this guy, Zoom, very publicly told everybody, hey, here's a list of Dick Masterson's content that you can easily just Google. And Dick has, by the way. You want to talk about hiding content? Apparently, he's not into this. I don't know where the copyright line falls when it comes to this stuff because Dick has since hidden his audio. He actually finally figured it out. I didn't think he could figure it out. I thought he didn't know how it worked, but he did hide it. So now you can't Google it anymore. Unfortunately, it was a little too late for him, too little too late, because Zoom made a paste bin filled with links to his bonus content. That's right here. Now, I'm not even going to put that on screen where you can really see it. That's what these are. But just to prove to you, that's what it is. I have never paid for Dick Show content, and yet here's the uh, commentary they did on Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. And by the way, it's okay if I play this. No copyrights intended. Can you, when you send me the file, yeah. well, I'll tell you. It'll be right when I click play. Sure, um, okay. Which is right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? So, yeah, there's the Lucasfilm logo. I think, I think you're supposed to hit... So they're doing a little, they're doing a riff tracks. You know, they, they reinvented the wheel <laughs> and they're doing a, uh, they're doing an awful flicks. This is something I did years and years ago where you just do your own version of Mystery Science Theater 3000. So that's one of his bonus content things. And he is now hiding that. So again, I don't know where the line is. Let's take a look at this tweet one more time. So he says that the problem here is that I was copyright striking my own content on other people's channels. Apparently, that's flagging, according to these guys. And Mersh has been, you know, Mersh calls himself, actually, if we're going to talk about Mersh, let's do a little Mersh intro here. We should have started the show with this, of course. Pot awful. All right, there you go. So there's a little, a little merch uh, intro. Shout outs, by the way, to Alan Powell um, for uh, clipping some of these things. Um, what's the other guy? 3DAL, I think, made those green screens as well. So 
No copyrights intended. I don't know. I don't know if you guys care that I use those or not, but no copyrights intended, obviously. If we're talking about Mersh, though, let's let the man dance. You know, he's a slave, and he loves to dance for you. See me fun? Maybe, yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> All right, you ready? Five minutes. <laughs> By the way, we found a man. the image oh. like that. of Mersh in the slave gear. Oh, yeah. I thought it went Ooh, missing. I couldn't find it for fun. a long time. Say hello but the Mr. Mr. Slave Play. outfit, it's still out there. I'll show it to you a little later. All right, so Mr. Slave is here. So let's go back into this tweet here for a second. Now, Mersh, he is a giant killer. Remember that? He's a media insurgent. He's a giant killer. His whole thing is that he's t- taken down the guys bigger than him. And then when you do it to him, you're clout chasing. Sorry, those are the rules, Okay. Oh, there it is. There's the dick measuring contest. So Mersh has been giant killing so hard that he is now, of course, sucking Dick Masterson's doink at every turn during this whole thing of Dick Masterson becoming a law cow. He's finding any way he can to help protect Dick. And this is one of those instances. Dick says that I'm a flagger. Mersh says, wow, this is just incredible. So Mersh is now agreeing that DMCAing your content re-uploaded to another channel is false flagging, is being a flagging. And I think that means that you are allowed to re-upload his content. So, of course, I tested that out last night. Now, as you know, I bought the Nightwave Radio registered trademark. I now own Nightwave Radio. This is 100% real. I absolutely own it. Defango has held that copyright or held that trademark since 2017, I believe. Um, You know, he was the first one using the name. He was the first to apply for the trademark, and then he sold it to me. And now I'm being told you're allowed to re-upload Mersh's content. So on this channel right here, the Nightwave Radio TM channel last night, I uploaded a full two-hour, four-minute and 51-second Nightwave episode from Mersh's channel. And he, to his credit, hasn't struck it yet. I don't know if he knows it exists, but every episode of Nightwave from now on that he puts out, we will be re-uploading to this channel. Uh, we will be archiving it. And I have, a, I think, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know if this is true or not. Does ROTC or does Nightwave, do they paywall their old episodes? I believe that's the only thing they have available if you were to sign up for their scam Patreon is you get their old their old episodes you've already seen of their topical content that doesn't even mean anything to you anymore. So if if that's true, we're just going to keep it free for you forever. We're just going to leave it on this channel forever because again, un- until Mersh tells me otherwise, until he apologizes and says that I am not a flagget like he acted like on Twitter, I have no reason to believe this is a problem. And again, most importantly of all, no copyrights intended. Um, in fact, this content is used with permission as far as I'm concerned. So this is the episode. And the irony here is very, very strong. And this is where I am led to believe that copyright is completely meaningless at this point. Let's take a look. He's watching this guy named Wet Movie One. Now, Wet Movie One, I'm going to say something mean about him, but I actually like this guy. I think he's fine. I don't even see Wet Movie One as a goon. 
really. I think he's got a fine channel for what it is. Wet Movie 1, though, is essentially a retarded guy, okay? And of course, you'll remember, recently, Mersh has been trying to hit me back. I don't know why, I'm a nobody, but he's been trying to hit me back by saying that we make fun of, of retards on this show, that anybody could do this, that um, we're shitty people for laughing at autistic guys. And yet, here's a two-hour episode of him doing only that. That's all this is, is him doing, by the way, gay ops on a retarded guy. So this whole episode, this Wet Movie 1 guy is drinking. He's doing shots for Super Chats. And Mersh tells his audience to go in there and claim that the guy is not really drinking. But they've got another little prank afoot. A genius prank that only they have ever come up with. And that's they're trying to pay him to say the N-word live on stream. Again, my name. Let's take a look at this video. We've got a $2 Super Chat donation right here from a Nightwave Radio TM. Hey, movie, shout out to my friend. Now, I apologize for the audio here. Mersh's streams are so quiet. He doesn't know how audio works. He can't get his volume louder. I'm going to have to crank this way up for you to hear this. He also doesn't talk directly into his microphone. Mersh thinks that his microphone works like this. You see, a microphone... Actually, let me do it. This will be a fun little instructive moment. Guys, welcome to mic chat, okay? Now, a microphone... I'm going to remove the little windscreen thing here for a second. A microphone has something called a cardioid polar pattern, okay? It's got this thing, right, where microphones are all built differently. And depending on your microphone, you've got a different pattern of where it picks up sound and how it picks up sound. And I'm sorry for those plosives right now. I've removed the windscreen, okay? Now, a microphone like what I have, this is thought of as a dynamic, a shotgun-style microphone. And the reason for that is you have to talk directly into this microphone right here, right into the end of it to really pick up the sound. If I talk into it here, you can kind of hear me, but it's not so good, right? You're mostly hearing room noise at this point. And the purpose of that is to try to reduce room noise. It's trying to make things sound a little bit nicer. Now, Mersh, his microphone doesn't look quite like mine, but he seems to have one that's built similarly. The pattern, the cardioid pattern on his seems to be similar to mine. And yet, every episode of his show, he decides to talk into the bottom part of the mic. Now, what he might as well be doing at this point, <laughs> what he might as well be doing at this point is talking directly into the XLR cable. Shit, you couldn't hear that? Could you hear that? I was talking, I unplugged the XLR and talked directly into that. Could you hear me just then? Shotguns are hypercardioid, says Pol says uh, Polaris in the chat room. Says Porcelain. Shoutouts to Porcelain in the chat, by the way. Um, so he talks into the bottom of his microphone. I've never seen it done. In the history of broadcasting, I've never seen a guy who didn't know how the microphone worked. It's truly incredible. Okay, so you can never hear anything he's saying. And what he does a lot of times, too, he doesn't, he's got a mic arm. You see this thing that my microphone is on? It's, it's called a microphone arm. This is a $100 uh, 
microphone arm. And what <laughs> what Mersh has is fairly similar. And w- the point of this, it isn't to just place it directly in front of your mouth and then sit there still. It's that you get to move it around. You'll notice I very naturally move mine with me when I'm talking. Very simple. Now, you might be hearing it squeak a little bit right now. I apologize for that. I need to oil that. Mersh, though, what he does, he sets his, he sits in his chair and he goes, all right. You know, he's got a little penguin body. Think of him as Club Penguin. Queen Mersh. By the way, I've started calling Mersh in my head. I call him Queen Mersh. If you look at the way he acts, the way, <laughs> the way he looks and stuff, like he's a weevil wobble. The bottom half of him is this, is round. He's built like a snowman. Okay, you might as well have a carrot for a nose, and his eyes are two crossed pieces of coal. Um, but there's something about him that he's very round, and he's very, he's like, dainty? I know that's a fucking laugh coming from me, but the fact is, the way he lords over his chair, oh, the queen has arrived, yes, chat room, wave to me. Start calling him Queen Mersh. You're going to have a lot of fun doing that. Oh, the chat room. Ah, yes, the super chats. I've got a super chat here from Andy's random edits. Shout outs in the chat room. He's like a foppish dandy type. Uh, Queen Mersh. (laughs) Okay, so Mersh, Queen Mersh, is the only guy I've ever seen who thinks that the bottom of the mic is what you talk into. <laughs> and what he does is he sits his plump rump down in the chair. And I remember, I've met Mersh in real life. He's a tiny little guy. He's five foot six, and he there's tuba sounds when he walks. I don't know how else to tell you. Every step, it's... You know, he kind of, he actually more, he just kind of rolls his bottom around on the ground until it moves him forward. So Queen Mersh, right, he plops down in his chair, his big bottom, his apple bottom, plops down into the chair, and then he goes, all right, let me set up my microphone. And he moves the mic arm to where his mouth is in that moment, and then he forgets. He just completely forgets where that microphone is, and he moves his mouth all around it. Ooh, did I just... What did I do? Oh, I think I hit my phones up. I was like, why am I suddenly louder? That probably wasn't louder for you guys. See, Mersh would never be able to figure something like that out. So his microphone is now here, and he doesn't ever move the mic arm. Instead, he just talk- he's all over here, and he's talking like this. And then, yeah, well, well all right, well, anyway, so I was <laughs> Sorry, I had to get a beer. So that's how Mersh works, okay? He- this is a guy who literally doesn't know how microphones work, where they're supposed to go. You know, he thinks of it as a scepter. He said, Queen Mersh, he's like, Oh, my royal subjects, how are you today? Yes, yes, give me your praise. Oh, there's a, there's a scoundrel talking about me on the internet. That Oh, that Jesse P.S., my white knights, get him, get him. I could say also he's shaped like Humpty Dumpty. You could see all the queen's horses and all the queen's men trying to put him back together again. And, you know, that might have happened to him, too. That would explain something. You know, if you look at Mersh, he kind of looks like a horse tried to put him back together. So that might actually explain everything you need to know. Anyway, I had to tell you about his audio or else we couldn't do this. How could I even do any more of the show? Because you're not going to be able to hear anything he has to say. I'm going to have to tell you everything. So... 
There you go. Now, and people ask me all the time, like, what is with that giant windscreen, that crazy thing? I don't like this either, okay? I had to get the oversized windscreen for this microphone because it's an oversized microphone. The little ones don't fit it. The regular microphone screens, they don't fit it, okay? And otherwise, my peas would be popping so fucking hard. All right, let's get into this Nightwave clip. And again, this is Wet Movie 1. He's making fun of a retarded guy for pretending to drink, and he's trying to get him to say the N-word. Now, he's taking all these super chats, and Wet Movie 1 is taking super chats, and everybody's saying, say the N-word, okay? Come back, motherfucker. We've got a $2 super chat donation right here from a Nightwave Radio TM. Okay. A $2 super chat from Nightwave Radio TM. So this is not from Mersh, obviously. This is from the one who owns the trademark, me. And you can see on Mersh's face, he's thinking, wait a second, did I? I didn't send any money. What happened? Hey, well, movie, shout out to my friend, uh, Nick. Oh, uh, listen, is- shout out to Nick. See, you see, that's the realization. He goes, oh, this is. So here's the thing. People have been asking, does Mersh know we now own the trademark? Well, did you see the point of realization there? He knows what Nightwave Radio TM means. He knows we own the trademark. So he starts to say, oh, this is, and again, I'm a nobody. And I agree with that. He even says in here, he's, he's just saying what I say. I'm a nobody. I'm very small. I got a very small show. And that's true. But I tend to not talk about gnats that need swatting, okay? Shout out to Nick. I appreciate you, Nick. Shout out to you. By the way, you're, so you're doing our not bit? Not saying that full last name. Sorry, sir. Not happening. So he says into the side of his microphone, by the way, you're just doing our bit? Now, this is an incredible thing for him to say in this moment. You couldn't have said anything fucking stupid or merch, but I'm going to let you hang yourself by your own retard. So, so I, so again, the, the way of, of, of owning me, I mean, listen to that audio. That sounds like shit, man. Don't you make like $6,000 a week or something? Aren't you rich? What are you doing? Is by showing up and doing our thing, right? Like that's, I would be, I, again, this is very embarrassing for you. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm in, like, I'm embarrassed for you. And I know I get it because I have a dog in the fight. So my opinion doesn't matter. But people who are kind of on the fence, people who are just sort of consumers of these sorts of shows are embarrassed for you. Like objectively, right? You understand that. Objectively. Mersh's favorite fucking word. I love borrowing that word from Mersh. Objectively. Objectively, everybody hates you. <laughs> I mean, these guys seem to be fine. I don't know. My audience, they don't seem confused. In fact, a lot of them go, I actually came here from Revenge of the Sis. I can't believe I ever liked them. Or the people who have now figured out this whole Dick Masterson thing, they've come here and they're like, you know what? You were right. I'm so sorry. I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said that at this point. But objectively, everyone's embarrassed for me. Tell you what, Internet Stay embarrassed. I'm having a great time. Queen Mersh, on the other hand, is coping. He's seething. He hates this. Um, like people that kind of either maybe kind of casually watch both shows or don't like either show. Nobody's looking at you and going like this guy, man. He's fucking. 
he's cool. False. Like, I got to be a part of this, whatever he's doing. Uh, Trust me, you want to be a part of this, okay? That's why I, I didn't turn away that guy at the beginning who was trying to protect Mersh. You want to be a part of this? We're having the most fun. Trust me. It might not look like it at first. I know it. I get it, man. My whole thing for the past 10 years on the internet, my entire thing is just, and I include myself in this, my whole thing is just I'm asking you to reconsider. What am I asking you to reconsider? What you have chosen to subscribe to, whether that be YouTube, podcast, anything, the TV shows you watch. All I'm saying is, are you still invested in this? Are you still, do you still feel good about your investment? Or is it a sunk cost fallacy moment for you? Are you sitting there going, well, I've been watching this for two years now. I got to keep going. And again, I want you to do that with me too. I don't want to, I don't want to see you guys out there white knighting me. All right. I think it's sick. I'm grossed out by it. I don't need anybody out there going, actually, Jesse did. Actually, let's be done with that. All right. We're about having fun. We're making fun on the internet. We're making fun of the internet. So I don't need that stuff like Mersh needs it. I don't need that stuff like Dick needs it. I don't need simps protecting me like Mersh does. But if you are into this, and I want you to ask yourself honestly, if you are into the type of stuff we do, the petty stuff we do, maybe you don't even have to keep watching my show. Maybe you don't have to subscribe to me. I only ask, and this is the, you want to know the numbers I'm interested in. People are always telling me, oh, aren't you, don't you want more clicks? Don't you want more views? Don't you want more subs? No, I want less subs in general on the internet. Okay, you ever heard that one before? Now, I know I started this off by saying go subscribe to all the guys we make fun of. Hate watching is a different thing. (laughs) Hate watching is a fun thing. I'm talking to the people who unironically follow things. I want less subscribers happening there because here's what I believe, and I've said this many times. I believe that the internet, most people on it, you guys included, what you've done, is you've gone to these shows, and when they first came out, it was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. I did this, by the way. I'm victim of this as well. You know who I did this with? And I'm embarrassed to even say it. Please tell nobody. This one's just between you and me, okay? Come closer. Actually, I'm gonna need you to come a lot closer for this one. Come here, okay? Don't tell anybody this. Please, I can't let this get out, all right? When... I first came across, oh God, when I first came across H3H3 Productions, I thought, actually, this is pretty cool. Oh boy. Okay. That, ooh, man, that was like getting, that was a real load off me. Okay. Actually, I don't, I take that back, scrub that from the internet. I never said anything about loads being on me. All right, I don't take loads. I looked at that and I went, that's not that dissimilar from what I do. H3H3. You know, they're making fun of guys on the internet. They're playing these videos and making fun of it. That's kind of what I do. That's what I've been doing in podcast form for years. They've got goons 
for crying out loud. And then it slowly set in. Now, what makes me different than the average person? The reason I'm here and you guys are over here on my screen inside my house. You're in my house right now. Ooh, how did you get in here? Who in the world let Cabaret Z into my home? It was me. I invited you. So the reason I'm here and you're there, the reason you've decided to listen to me, it's not because I'm smart. I'm not. I have Down syndrome. It's not because I'm funny. I'm not. I face planted. It's because I know something you don't, okay? I've got a secret and nobody will know until now. And my secret is every day I wake up and I go, do I really like this? Whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever podcast I'm listening to at the time, whatever YouTube videos, I go, am I really enjoying this? I'll tell you one I've given up on now. The documentary of Chris Chan by Gino Samuel. The first ones were good. Now, not so good. I'm sorry. You, you dragged it out too long. I sat there, I said, am I really? I saw the new thumbnail for the latest one. I said, am I really enjoying this? No, I'm not, and I haven't clicked on it, okay? I haven't clicked on it. I do that every day with everything I watch, every single day. I did it with this guy right here, Mersh. I was friends with him, but I went, am I really enjoying Revenge of the, am I really enjoying Revenge of the Sis? I mean, first of all, Star Wars? And the answer was no. And that's all I'm asking you to do. Don't like me, do like me, be indifferent, whatever. Just don't be indifferent to your subscriptions. Every time I get a hate comment on YouTube, here's why I'm so, I, let me give you a tip, okay? This is why I get to dismiss 90% of negative comments. I read every negative comment. The most important comments are negative comments. I don't, I honestly, I don't even care about your positive ones. I don't read them. I don't reply to them. You'll always see me replying to the negative ones. Sometimes it's to defend myself. Sometimes it's to goof on them. But here's why I barely ever have to listen to them. I click on the profile. I go to the channels tab, and I see what they're subscribed to. And every time, it's the lamest shit on the internet. It's the fucking most common I hate to even use this word, normie tier shit. They'll be subscribed to H3H3, by the way. That's commonly in there. They'll be watching the H3 podcast. And I go, it's fair. This is a fair thing to do, by the way. You get to do that. You get to go, okay, you don't like me. Let me see what you do like. That's a, a valid question. And what I've been doing lately is when people give me something that seems at least slightly constructive, I'll go, what can I do to do better? And they've never got an answer for that. So at that point, you go to those channels and you go, well, what do they think is good? And if what they think is good, and I'm sorry, you're not, you guys aren't going to like me for this. You're not going to like me for this. No, no. Frankly, if I see that you're subscribed to PewDiePie... We're done, man. You and I aren't on the same level. We're not on the same page. We're in different dimensions of this reality. I couldn't believe. I couldn't, I couldn't dare. I couldn't deign 
to ever subscribe to something like that. To me, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, he seems like a nice guy, you know, no hate. I don't like it. I'm not into memes. So I see something like that. Now, PewDiePie is probably a bad example because a lot of you guys probably like him, so now you're probably not agreeing with me. But if I see H3, if I see, what's another one? I, I mean, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of them where you just kind of, and by the way, you'll scroll for infinity. Their subscriptions never end. You just scroll and scroll and scroll and it never ends, man. The, you subscribe to so many things and you just forget. You just eventually forget. You forgot to unsubscribe. You forgot you didn't like it anymore. I'm here to make you go, do I really like this? That's it. That's it. This ain't a comedy show. This isn't me trying to be mean. This is just me going, I'm grabbing you by the scruff and I'm going, wake up, man. What are you doing? You're wasting precious data in the data realm. You can't do this. You can't fill YouTube with these subscriptions. Eventually, they're going to run out. We're going to have no more tickets. How are the people going to subscribe? You've done all the subscribing. You subscribed to Rice Gum six years ago. <laughs> are you still watching it? Filthy Frank, really? Really? That's all it is. That's all it is, okay? I don't even know how I got on this jag anymore. I don't remember. Oh, I do know. I do know. Let me play this back a little bit, though. A little refresher here. Or embarrassed for you, like objectively, right? You understand objectively. that. Objectively. Um, so the internet's embarrassed for me. I'm embarrassed for the internet. <laughs> Trust me, the internet will never be more embarrassed for me than I am for them. It's the only thing that motivates my undead corpse to come on and do this. When you guys ask yourselves, the haters out, out there ask themselves, why does he keep doing this? When is he going to give up? When will he figure out this isn't successful? Well, I've got the answer for you. The second you guys stop subscribing to these things, the second you stop giving your time, attention, and money to stuff like this, it's crazy, man. This is nothing. Most of this two hours that Mersh does here is spent silently watching the other guy. No commentary. I've now completely forgotten about what his video even is just so I can do this commentary right now. It's the most important part. You can't even call yourself a host at that point. You're not the host, Queen Mersh. No, 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 no. You're not the host. You're the DJ. You're just playing the hits for the kids out there. You know which, one, what, which opinions they like, and so you play the videos that go along with those. And that's it. That's your job. That's your jo There's many well-paid DJs out there. There's zero well-respected ones. Okay? <laughs> Great. You're dead mouse. Cool. Maybe keep the mask on so we don't have to look into both your eyes going around our heads. So Mersh has the fucking nerve to say this. We shout out to my friend uh, Nick. Uh, uh, listen, is... shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. I appreciate you, Nick. Shout out to you. By the way, you're, so you're you. doing our I'm bit. Not saying that full last name. Sorry, sir. Not happening, motherfucker. So, so I, I, so 
again, the, the way of, of, of owning me is by showing up and doing our thing, right? Like that's showing up and I, doing I, I our thing. You could not be crazier for saying something like that because here he is doing it again. Mersh up to his old tricks again because this is not, Mersh doesn't know about Wet Movie 1 because he discovered him or he came across him or somebody from the audience sent him a link. No, he got it from the same place he gets all of his show prep. You know, I used to say that that uh, Nightwave and Revenge of the Sisters show prep was yesterday's Twitter timeline. Their show prep is a show called Red Bar Radio. It's true. Red Bar Radio. All right. Now, look, I'm not going to assume Mike from Red Bar Radio is watching this right now, but just in case he is, if he wants to weigh in on this topic, I'd love to hear. All right, let me know if he's in the chat or if he wants to call in. I know he watches sometimes. I've seen him in here before. But I know I know of Re- of Wet Movie 1 from Red Bar Radio. In fact, one of the funniest videos I've ever seen on the internet was one from Wet Movie 1 that Red Bar Radio covered many years ago. I'm talking four, five years ago now, maybe. I don't know if I'm crazy for saying that. It might've been longer ago. I can't remember. It was that long ago. It was before there was a Mersh. Red Bar Radio was covering Wet Movie 1. And Mersh has the nerve to say, I've come in and done their bit. I'm stealing their bit. Keep in mind, the bit he's talking about is getting a guy to say the N-word. I'm sorry, I could have sworn that was my bit. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. Remember? <sighs> Am I crazy? I, do you guys, does anybody in the chat watch Red Bar? Remember what movie one from Red Bar? He's a fool. Yeah, he's one of Red Bar Radio's fools. And even Red Bar doesn't cover this guy anymore. I think Red Bar realized, like, this isn't really, this isn't what we're into anymore. This isn't, this isn't going anywhere. So Mersh is not only stealing from Red Bar Radio, he's picking up their scraps. And this is something that I, personally, I obsess over shit like this. I can't, I find it so difficult to talk about something, especially a person like one of these internet lol cows. I I find it too difficult to talk about them if another show already extensively covers them. Mersh, on the other hand, let's look at what he covers on his show. Wet Movie 1, Brendan Schaub, uh, Joe Rogan, Andrew Santino. Uh, it sounds like I'm just listing Red Bar Radio's fools at this point, but Mersh has no problem covering these things. He's got no issue doing it. Vinny Beetle, he gets that one from Cumtown. Any podcast he listens to, their content is his content. And the second I come along and make fun of him for doing that by using his content, it's a problem. Meanwhile, it's also a problem if I flag my own content that's being re-uploaded to other people's channels. Keep in mind, this is on my channel. What we're watching right now is mine. And this is very embarrassing for you. 
I'm in, like Drift I'm embarrassed away. for you. And I know I get it because I have a dog in the fight, so my opinion doesn't matter. But people who are kind of on the fence, people who are just sort of consumers of these sorts of shows are embarrassed for you, like objectively, right? You understand that. Uh, objectively. Um, like people that kind of either maybe kind of casually watch both shows or don't like either show. Nobody's looking at you and going like, this guy, man, he's fucking, he's cool. Like, I got to be a part of this, whatever he's doing. Actually, I think I just found the episode in question of Red Bar Radio that has the best, one of the best internet videos I've ever seen. Uh, and I'm not exaggerating about that. I don't know if this is the one or not, but it says so in the description. Let me see. Uh, I just typed this in on Google, so it might not be the right thing. But it's mentioning Wet Movie 1 in the description. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find the timestamp. I'll let this keep playing while I try to find it. Um, it's, it's, it, everything reeks of desperation. And yet, you know, am I the coolest person everything. on the internet? No, by far, no, I'm not. But the day I'm ever reeking of this level of desperation... For basic attention. The kind of attention that even in like middle school, teachers would tell you, but sweetheart, you don't want the right kind of attention. Remember like, you know, like in middle okay. school and junior high is when you start to pause really this for a second. Like the legitimate future sociopaths like in the group. Well, that's the Let's pause this for a second, okay? So here's what we're going to do. Let's just watch a little video here I found. All right. Now, again, we're copying... Mersh, we're stealing his bits. Ladies and gentlemen, Red Bar Radio, what I mean, what year is this? Fuck's sake. Uh I'll try to figure that out too. Let me I by the way, I'm sorry. Red Bar is starting. Okay, we gotta turn this down because I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm stealing content here or not, but no copyrights intended. Oh, this is unlisted. I'm sorry. I, I think this is Scars Club stuff. I apologize. I'll only be playing a very tiny bit. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> We found all this out after, you know, watching him for months, but almost every video we find out because they always go out, they go out to restaurants and they just vlog and it's so fun. You'll see. But in every video, Gabe never has any money and he's always asking if he could borrow money from Brendan and then Brendan calls him out in front of everyone and makes him look like a total turd. For some reason, Brendan is wet movie. One. Laughing at people who can't afford things is hilarious to me. Um, so let's watch a little bit of this, and maybe you'll see what I'm talking about again. There's no real way to intro these people. All right, so the, again, I think this might be the first episode he talks about. They can't hide their nerd rage. So even though they're making this YouTube video where they're supposed to be like hosts and jovial and keep the flow going. Oops. They can't like they'll get into fights, they'll have Sorry, I'm trying to find They'll the have little incidents with each So this is from 2016, okay? 2016 is when Mike started talking. You think Mersh doesn't know that this is from Red Bar Radio? But we're stealing Mersh's bit. Well, I'm sorry, Mersh, but of course, no copyrights intended. Thing and it's fine whatever, but nobody Who's in the in the sphere that's casually watching from the outside is is thinking it's cool. Yeah, nobody. So the craziest part of all of this is the whole time they're desperately trying to do gay ops, what they call gay ops, and get this guy to say the N-word. 
And of course, Mersh is no pro when it comes to trolling. He loves to pretend like he's in this world uh, where he can get people to do stuff. He makes funny thing happen. Uh, no, you've never made anything funny happen ever, Mersh. You have played other people's funny content on your show. You've never done it. Me, on the other hand, I can't help but stumble into making funny shit happen. I, I, I faceplant, and the funniest thing on the internet happens that week, okay? So I go on there, and in one super chat, I manage to not only get Wet Movie 1 to say the N-word, I get him to say that he kills N-words. And that is the context of the video I played for you at the top of the show. Let's watch that one more time. We got a, a Nightwave Radio TM with a two-hour Super Chat donation. It says, Wet Movie 1, kill Snickers pod off of wins. Kill Snickers. Like, Snickers. Like- I mean, he said it just then. That was... That was blatant. Listen to that one more time. Kill Snickers. I mean, there was a G in there for sure. It might have been a C-K-G instead of a G-G. But come on, G-G, I win. All right? So I did it. And I got the pot awful wins in there. And the most incredible part of all of that is Mersh is watching this video live when it happens. And he was so mad that I got this to happen. He was so mad that I actually successfully pulled off the troll he couldn't do using 50 people sending hundreds of super chats that he paused the live stream. I'm not kidding. He paused the live stream and he wouldn't let this part play. And he waited until the shout out was done, until the super chat was done, to continue playing it, to hide the pod awful wins. <laughs> GG's in chat, thank you so much. It's so pathetic where we're at with all this stuff. People ask me every fucking day, what happened with you and Mersh? What happened with you and ROTC? Why are you against these guys? All I did was do a funny show about them, and they have lost it ever since. If they laughed it off, I think we'd still be pals. According to their website, we still are. I'm on the friends section of their website. When are you going to take care of that? It looks so stupid. I didn't, I, I poke fun at my friends. I spent all day yesterday hanging out with a friend of mine. I've known him since we were kids. He has children of his own now, which, you know, is something that the Cope show doesn't want to do. He has children of his own, and I spent the whole time making fun of my friend in front of his kids, in front of his boys, going, you know, when your dad was your age, this is the stupid shit. He, you know, I caught him one time humping his TV. I spent 30 minutes telling his children about how he humped his TV. That's what you do with pals, man. I thought that the guys like these ONA knockoffs called that busting balls. But apparently, Queen Mersh is too sensitive. Oh, all of the layers of pancake makeup won't cover her embarrassment. Where is my fainting couch? Oh, oh, my smelling salts, my smelling salts. 
It's pathetic, man. I mean, I, I would love for it to not be this way. I really would. I don't need no internet friends or nothing, you know, but I, you gotta be cool with people making fun of you. Nobody has been more made fun of in the past few weeks than me, maybe. And it's nothing. Who cares? I just keep doing a show. It's no big deal. But anyway, no copyrights intended. I don't know if Mercer's okay with me re-uploading that video or not, especially since at the end of that video, he literally gets up and leaves for about 20 minutes to find a beer in Royce's refrigerator. And during that time, I don't even know why these weren't super chats. Wet Movie 1 says over and over again, podawful.pizza, podawful.pizza. He just kept saying it. So this went out live. Even though Mersh tried to hide it before, this went out live all over the night wave airwaves, okay? And don't forget, Mersh is also a gay vampire. I don't know if you saw that episode, but Mersh accidentally put on his own graphics that he is a gay twink vampire. So we're dealing with a dainty man. We're dealing with dainty feelings when it comes to these guys. You know, I mentioned that we're on, uh, <laughs> we are on the night, oh, sorry, not the night wave, the Revenge of the Sis website as friends of the show. I found out something else interesting when it comes to the Revenge of the Sis website just the other day. Now, this is shocking. You know, one of the things I told you, Wet Movie One keeps saying potawful.pizza, potawful.pizza. Mersh and his chat room, they love trying to say that the reason I call, we've suddenly given up pizza, this food that we all eat, we have just given that to pedophiles. Because these guys, his chat room, loves to say that the reason my uh, bonus content section, my paywall, potawful.pizza, is called the Pizza Fund, they love saying it's related to Pizzagate. So I was doing some digging on Revenge of the Sis because they've talked about pedophiles a lot. They got popular by talking about Dan Schneider, right? And I found something really unsettling that I think maybe their listeners should look into, okay? I'll show you what that is. Um, I found a link, and this is real. I'm going to go to Incognito here. This is a real live Google Chrome web page. And I'm going to type in a link here, and I want you to see where it goes. All right? This is, I can only say, disturbing. 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 Viewer discretion is advised. Let's take a look at this. I'm going to type this in. (sighs) Okay. Pizzagate.lgbt. And, of course, it goes to revengeofthesis.com. I don't know. Seems creepy to me. I don't know. You tell me what that means. Why do they have a link out on the web, out on the internet called pizzagate.lgbt? I don't know, man. I was looking for new domain names and I go, I wonder if this is taken. And it was. And it led to revengeofthesis.com. What the what? Lock them up. Very scary. Wow, says Porcelain. You know, Porcelain has been accused of being a pedophile. So if he says that's disturbing, then you know it's bad. Wait, what happened? I'm tell- Try it out for yourself right now. Go to, I want you all to type this in, Pizzagate, 
LBGT, LGBT, sorry, and tell me that doesn't go to revengeofthesis.com. Very creepy. Illuminati confirmed, they say. Pizzagate.lgbt. I was accused of being a convicted sex offender, says Porcelain. Okay, well, calm down, man. Don't defend it too hard or else you know what those are going to say. All right, let's get... I'm, we've got more. We've got more. And this show has gone super long, but we're just going to keep going. Who cares? You guys want another uh, fucking 15 hours of show? Is that okay? Is it okay if we just keep going? So I mentioned this. We're talking about the Pizza Fund right there. This show is, of course, brought to you by the Pizza Fund. We don't run ads on our YouTube channel. We don't take super chats. We don't waste your time with any of that gay shit that shitty shows like that do. Uh, Instead, we're fully fan-funded with the Pizza Fund. We were kicked off of Patreon by Dick Masterson, so we had to build our own Patreon. It's the Pizza Fund. You can find it over at... Am I talking to the microphone or am I talking to the butt end of it? I felt like I was doing a merch there for a second. Uh, you can find the Pizza Fund over at podawful.pizza. You can join for as little as $1 and immediately, right now, get access to over 60 hours, it might even be 70 hours, of content. Uh, if you join the $6 level and up, you get immediate access to our archive of Friday shows and pod after shows, which date back almost 10 years at this point. If you go to the $12 level and up, which again is like 38, 39 cents a day, somewhere in there. If you join that level, you get access to our Wednesday shows. So you see them live, you get the archive. It's a ton of content and you'll never be finished with it. If this is a show that you did the reconsidering on and went, you know what, I'm going to stay subscribed, then you're probably going to want the pizza fun podawful.pizza. Andy's random edits in the chat with a nice save, really helping out his boss, Mersh. Um, thank you, Andy, for joining us tonight. Shout outs and 07 to you. Uh, by the way, we are also, and I hope you guys don't mind, we do have some sponsored content tonight. We do have a sponsor this evening, and the sponsor is the Santa Cruz Joker. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at some Santa Cruz Joker videos. This is one of his latest. It's called Answering Your Important Questions. I haven't rode the bus in nearly a month. Rode it today. It was weird. You don't have to pay. But all the seats are basically blocked off if they're not, you know, six feet away from each other. And now the schedule is basically, like, everything on there is completely obsolete. Like, you can't even, like, catch a late-night bus from Santa Cruz to Watsonville like I used to be able to do when I was the Santa Cruz Joker. That's why I don't go down there. I can't. There's no buses. Otherwise, I have to do it during the day, but I got shit to do during the day, man. What? (laughs) Also, I wake up at, like, one in the afternoon... I got shit to do during the day. Also, I don't wake up until the day is over. Jesus Christ. It never ends. Not worth my time. Not right now. It's been pretty warm in my place up until recently. Now it's all fucking raining, but... Now this video... It's summer, I know, right? This video is called Answering Your Important Questions, but I don't remember asking any of this shit. So I don't put the makeup on that much, but I am still the Santa Cruz Joker. 
my hair is still green, my clothes are still purple, you know? <laughs> That's all it takes. You know, th- fuck, man. This is so fucking boring. You know what? No more Santa Cruz Joker as a goon. He's too boring. No more. Okay? I just decided. I just decided. Dead goon. I'm going to stop playing the video. This episode is no longer brought to you by the Santa Cruz Joker. Instead, it's brought to you by our Santa Cruz Joker Memorial Goon t-shirt. I'm wearing it right now. It's the Pot Awful versus the Joker t-shirt. It's This is, I'm telling you right now, this is the last time we're ever going to talk about the Santa Cruz Joker. So you better get this shirt while it's still fucking relevant. It's me and the Santa Cruz Joker on a comic book page on the uh, cover of a comic book. It's called Pod Awful, the Earth's Greatest Guy, the Unstoppable Pod Awful. Art by Derek Brown, by the way. Thank you so much to Derek. You can see here, it's uh, the man made of internet versus the Santa Cruz Joker. Get it right now at podawful.shop, okay? Podawful.shop, as well as many other shirts we have available that will be going away soon. We're going to get rid of some of these designs, some classic designs are going to leave the shop. I want to let you know, if you are in the $40 section of the Pizza Fund already, there is a discount code in there for all of our merchandise. All of the shirts you can get for a very steep discount with that code. I don't want, I mean, you're paying $40 a month. I can't have you paying extra like that. That'd be crazy. So, potawful.shop, get them while they're hot. No more Santa Cruz Joker. He's too boring, okay? I rarely say this. Unfollow the Santa Cruz Joker. It's over. It's over. We don't need him anymore. Potawful.shop. Buy something, cheapskate. Potawful.com slash store. potawful.com slash store either link works either way so why don't we get into something else then since that's not going to work i told you spooky charles last week we had an incredible show all about spooky charles everybody was on the edge of their seat wanting to hear my take on the whole dick masterson thing and instead (laughs) we covered an obscure goon of the show a ghost hunter and a wannabe comedian spooky charles His longtime agent recently passed away before he could become famous. He's been talking to her widower, Dan. He contacted Dan. Dan, we tried to call Spooky Charles as Dan on the show last week. And Spooky Charles, he contacted Dan back. We have that voicemail. Hey, Dan. This is uh, Terrence. Terrence is his real name. I just got your voicemail. I... Oh, somebody brings up a great point. If we're doing, going to do Spooky Charles stuff, we've got to introduce Spooky Charles. I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. That's him. Luke 12, 2. Pace. Pace. Dang. Okay, so back to the voicemail. Now, Spooky Charles' real name is Terrence. He's letting Dan know he got Dan's voicemail. I was installing an air conditioner, and... I guess you know how that and is. It's like Ryan Sweeney a, a, says, this is where I tap out, folks. Well, that's pathetic of you, but we are doing more merch stuff. If you're here just for that, that is, I just said, 
There is more coming up. I got to take a break. I mean, how long can you talk about a slave? A child seat in a car. <laughs> I'm very moved by uh, what you said, but please don't look at me as anything. I'm nothing, man. Just, just a guy that... Just a guy. That's what I say all the time. Me and Spooky Charles are kind of similar. You know, we're New York guys. We're just a guy. Hey, man, we're just a guy. Hey, listen, I'm just a guy. I can see ghosts. I'm God's right hand. I pass judgment on those living for when they are dead. I'm just a normal guy. I put on my shoes one at a time, just like another guy, you know. I go outside, dimes sparkle, it means there are ghosts. I'm the same as you. God has employed... Body, like a body, the same And size. it makes you think of his crazy sense of humor that he would actually, you know, accept someone like me. I mean, I'm not a bad guy, but, you know... Hey... I'm actually a good guy. I don't swim in sin. I don't go around hurting people and stuff like that. He is comedy's new nigga, though. I'm very righteous. I have a very strong sense of justice. I hate inequality. I believe in true fairness. And, um... <laughs> Again, this is a voicemail back to a widower who thanked him for his services. It starts off the most humble thing of all time. There's nine more minutes of him talking about himself. You know, so I'm nothing. He gives me all this. I think that... Oh, by the way, there's music playing in the background here. No copyrights. No copyrights. Intended. Intended. Thank you, black people. Uh, the day when I was looking out the window, I mean, other than working for him from 1991, um... I was looking out the window and I was, this is all in the letter, but I don't, I don't think you had a chance to read it, but I said, you know, why don't you leave these people to me? Because I'm a comedian, you know? <laughs> Let me have at it with the Sarah uh, Silvermans and the Pendulettes and... <laughs> My favorite comedian, Earth's Pendulette. I've actually gone at it with Pendulette in regards to this. He won't touch me. I've dealt with Ricky Gervais. He won't touch me, nor will his 12 million followers. Every single person that talks to... By the way, rest in peace to your wife, Dan. This guy, and he responds to them. They go after that person, but not me, because they see. They see what I'm doing, and they're like, stay away from this guy. <laughs> Weird. But, uh, you know, I'm nothing, man, and... If what I do can bring someone any kind of joy or connection... And it does. Then more so now, before, I was just doing it, you know, to do it. Because that's what I was, you know, that's what I've been... <laughs> Is this Jesse's palate cleanser? 100%. Again, we're going to dive back into the merch thing. I didn't finish with that, but I needed a break, man. If this one's going to go long, whew. Told to do. But then after my grandson died, it became personal. And again, I know your wife died, but this is really more about me, Spooky Charles, so. That I really understood, because it's the only death that I ever experienced, I really understood what was, what people go through. 
You know, you can't really put yourself in somebody else's shoes until you've walked in them yourself. Like when I walk by a homeless person, I don't just walk by that homeless person, I am that homeless person because I was homeless since I was like eight years old. Nobody has felt the pains that I felt. Uh, Dan, the widower. And when I walk by them, you know, I have an empathy and compassion and, you know, desire to help them and I, I do what I can. I'm sorry if I sound a little vain, I'm an Aries, I can't help it. Same, so. But, you know, if you look at my Twitter page, you'll see that I do this all freaking day long. And nobody talks to me, nobody says a word to me. You know, I, I'm sending out that stupid letter, that's what I need help with, man. I need that letter to be rewritten, because it's garbage. Garbage. You know, it needs to be written, rewritten in such a way, and... Maybe somebody famous that's willing to do a documentary on this because other than speaking on behalf of the dead and getting them heard and their voice and acknowledged, I have a message from God and I'm going to be going at it with evil. The rabbis, the priests, all. Whoa, hang on, a little anti-Semitic. The hang on, you can't say the evil, and then the first thing you say is the rabbis. That's not, you know, I don't, I disavow. I'm so sorry to YouTube, to Susan. Um, this is a crazy man. I have no idea what he's talking about. Where would you even get an idea like that? Or an evil rabbi? Sounds like a children's tale of them i'm gonna be going head to head with these people and they're not gonna like it but when i show them what i can do you know like everyone oh by the way uh no copyrights intended we're using the night wave layout right now no copyrights intended that ever worked for god they had his wonders i have his wonders i can do things and that's why I can do things so I can show people, hey, I'm not a fake. I'm not a phony. Can Kenneth Copeland walk into the Amityville horror and knock the shit out of all those demons? No, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a big claim. Do it, then. I have a huge claim. Ray Chisel in the chat room says, I'm Jewish and there are evil. Ra no, there are not. All rabbi are good especially the ones that got repatriated to Israel very recently after scandals. Those are good guys. Um, all the moils are great. And I believe Rachel, I mean, Ray Chisel, I assume your name is Rachel then. And Rachel, that's a Jewish name. I believe you're Jewish, but you're one of those absolutely horrible, horrible, stereotypical, self-hating Jews. You know, you, sometimes they're just as bad as the Nazis themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very moved by what you said. I don't think your children would be appropriate for this, but you know, you're their dad, you make their decision. And uh, yeah, I would love to have a meal with you. I would love to sit down with you and talk with you. And uh, you know, as far as the comedy thing, if that was Laura's last wish, I don't know, then I'm willing to accept any help that anyone's wants to give me so i know that you're in financial straits right now and your children are crying over their dead mother but uh if you want to give me money so i can be world famous i accept uh i mainly need an investor i need to find an investor that is willing to fund my show 
The Neo Phoenix Variety Comedy Show. I write right. sketch comedy. I have so I many sketches. I almost forgot he's now called Neo Phoenix. It's thousands. That's all I do all day long is write, 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 write. And they are so awesome, man. I mean, my sketches, the show will make millions of dollars a day because, you know, that's... People are looking for something like that, and there's nobody that's been able to... Listen, the number one thing I've been looking for is a comedian who busts ghosts by looking into bathroom mirrors. They bring it like... You, you've heard the demand. Oh, you walk out on the streets every day, and people are going, we need a ghost hunting comedian. We need a ghost hunting comedian. Chappelle, and it's a you know, my YouTube channel is garbage because sketches about scenery, it's about costumes, it's about. I'll send you a, a link of who I am on the comedy side, and you know you can look at that. But uh, but again, my respects to your wife. Oh my God, you know, hand to God, I'm so sorry. Right hand to I, me, me to God. I wanted to say thank you very much for your message. It was very moving. I'm glad that somehow you feel that Laura has connected with you and uh, that she's with you. And, you know, I'm just... It, I don't have much kindness in my life. Oh, my God. He's starting to cry because of the voicemail we left. Do you hear the tears? Because of what I'm doing. I have every demon and Tony devil Fish. and Lucifer himself clinching at my heels because they don't want this message being brought out there. And everybody in the world is just deliberately mean to me. And I don't have... In what way, Tony Fish? How are... I can't think of a single person who's mean to you. Much kindness in my life and your message to me was like the kindest thing that I've received in the past 10 years so that's that's not good that our joke voicemail is this the nicest thing anybody's ever said to I have to I'm so we might have to hang up the spurs right here I don't know if we can keep going after something like that that might be too sad even for me I really appreciate it but again as we go forward in whatever relationship that we have, I would appreciate it if you don't look at me as anything special. I'm nothing. Thank God. Give your thanks to God. When you pray, just thank him that, you know, he What's has up? somebody here on the planet that's going to be laying it down and bringing the law and showing the truth and going after all the... Yeah, particularly bringing the law because you know... He's the bringer of the law. Oops, that's a. I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. Luke 12, 2. Case. False tongues and the liars and the con artists and the charlatans, because I am. And that's my job. My job is to. Uh, the job of a comedian is to relate to the audience, to say things they understand, and put a little unique twist on them, you know? So I can picture, I mean, Tony Fish, Spooky Charles, he, Neo Phoenix, he's going to be one of the biggest comedians out there. I can see him in stadiums going up there going, hey, everybody, look, you know when you're in the bathroom and you see a ghost in the mirror and you're like, what? And they're going to be going, Oh, fuck, yes, that happens to me pretty much every single day of my life. Woo! Ah! 
that was not what I meant to play. That was the one. Hey, you ever taken <laughs> you ever taken nude portraits of your big fat girlfriend and then notice that there's an evil demon in the background of them? What do you do? You swirl the picture. <laughs> Luke 12, 2, go after these people Luke and let them see pace. the truth and let the people that believe in them see the truth. And uh, it's going to be really hard. And the comedy has nothing to do with that. And I don't know if I'm supposed to. I, I know I'm pretty, pretty sure I have to do this first and then the comedy. Right, of course. I don't know. I'm really confused. <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. You don't want well, you could just not leave that in the voicemail. You could just at that point. In your head, when you're when you're about to go, uh, you know what? I'm really confused. Instead of saying that, you go, "Well, anyway, call me back," and then just hang up. You that would be perfectly acceptable at that point. I mean, maybe I could do the comedy first and then bleed the uh, you know come out like maybe a few months later and say, "Hey, guess." And then bleed. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. I've never you you want to change the game of stand up comedy. You go out there. You go. Hey, everybody, uh, how about these airlines, huh? I mean, what's the deal with this airline food? And then you just slit your fucking wrists and bleed out all over the audience. Ah! What? I work for God. That'll really blow their minds. Um, but like I said with the last email I sent you, find a good woman. Find a woman that's going to be a good... She just died. She's not even cold yet, Charles. ...life to you and be an awesome mom to your children. Jesus Christ, what are we, Patton Oswalt? Uh, that gives me an idea. I've always believed, because I never had a good mother, uh, and I'm just saying that, it's the truth. I've been on my own since I was eight. I've never had a good mother. She never loved me. She never cared about me. She always held me accountable for the man that she couldn't have. And my stepfather held me accountable for the man that she did. So I had a very rough childhood. What? But I survived. And, you know, I'm sorry. I lose my train of thought sometimes. Oh, that's good. Anyway, ghost. I, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm the right hand of God. <laughs> Comedy's new nigga. Um, uh, get a new wife immediately. I forgot about completely what I was gonna say. I hate what that. Just it? wiped out of my brain. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Luke twelve two. But you know. Anyway. Um, again, thank you for the uh, message. And. Please text me or call me or email me or whatever you want to do. If you feel lonely, you need someone to talk to, by all means, I'm up all night long. Sorry about that. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, it's a 10-minute long voicemail. We're good. <laughs> That's why, like, when I am a stand-up comedian, I'm going to have to be, like, the only stand-up comedian with a teleprompter. Or I'm going to have somebody talking to me in my ear because that's another fear of mine. How am I going to remember my material? I have so much material. How am I going to remember it? Now there's an idea. Oh, boy, the gears are turning. All right, dude. Thanks again. Uh, deeply moved, and I appreciate it. Deeply moved. Okay, so by the way, 
he left another 10-minute voicemail. I'm not going to play that. Don't worry. If you've now been Charlesed out, we're going to save that one for Wednesday's show in the Pizza Fund. $12 level and up, pot off of that pizza if you want to see that one. And we will be giving Spooky Charles a call back. So if you want to check that out, that'll be on Wednesday's show. So much material, so little time. Um, Okay, let's get back to our man of the hour. So again, Mersh, he doesn't understand why I would flag my own content being re-uploaded. He is against DMCAing. He is against, I mean, listen, let me say something nice about Mersh. You know, we should probably wrap this up on a little bit of a nicer note because, again, I was saying... I don't ha- we don't have to be enemies with this guy. I just like poking fun at people. It's not a big deal. So let me give a compliment to Mersh, okay? He is a guy of principles, and I can't fault him for that. He may not have all the facts, but he was told I'm a flagger by Dick Masterson, his dad, and if he believes that, then he's a principled guy, and he understands that flagging is bad. He understands that deplatforming is bad. So I can't be mad at him if he thinks that I'm a bad guy for doing that. You see, Mersh has long, 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 long time, he's railed against people being deplatformed, uh, you know, having their income taken away from them. Oh, except for that one time. That one time when he started a petition to ban notorious alt-right predator Mike Cernovich from Twitter. Yeah, except for that time. He's a man of principles except for this one time, which, you know, no big deal. I mean, a principle is only as good as the ability to throw it out. So that one time when he did this, and this is real, I archived this today to make sure this never goes away. Um, this is change.org. Here it is. Ban notorious alt-right predator Mike Cernovich from Twitter. There's a picture of Mike. And as you can see, this petition was started by Mike Sheely, who is, of course, Mersh. It's got his little logo there. Started this petition to Twitter Jack Dorsey. And here's what he says. Mike Cernovich is a woman-abusing former men's right activist and creepy supplement shill who is constantly posting Pizzagate conspiracies and pro-Trump vitriol on Twitter. Now, that's interesting. I can see him being against the creepy supplement part. I don't know. Woman-abusing? Sounds pretty cool to me. Pro-Trump, you got a problem? Does your audience know you've got a problem with that, Queen Mersh? I have a feeling if you told your audience tomorrow that you are against Trump, suddenly, maybe, them super chats would dry up a little bit. You better sweep this one under the rug, huh? I hope they don't remember this one. I'm guessing the episode where they talked about this is probably hidden behind that paywall, right? If anybody knows where they talked about this, by the way, it's fully legal for you or anybody. Mersh allows you to re-upload those paywalled episodes. So if you can find where they talked about this on their show before, and I know they did, I do recommend you re-upload that content to your own YouTube channels. Okay, if you send it to me, I'll be sure to put it on the Nightwave radio channel myself. Unless, of course... Mersh has a problem with 
You know, I mean, if you don't want to have that stuff on other people's channels, you're not going to DMCA it, though, right? You'll just politely ask for that to be taken down. So you're against Trump. Uh, you're against Pizzagate conspiracies, even though your website is pizzagate.lgbt. He says, recently Mike Cernovich used an internet lynch mob, where have I heard that before, to get James Gunn fired from his job as director of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So that should date this for you. Despite never having been the subject of any complaints by any of his co-workers or any children around him. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the same as Dan Schneider. I don't remember anybody actually making those complaints except people with conspiracies, but you did a whole video on that, Mersh. This is amusing considering that in 2003, Mike Cernovich was arrested by federal marshals for rape after hiring a private investigation firm to influence the testimony of a witness, the alleged victim's best friend. Mike still wasn't confident enough that he would be exonerated and eventually took a plea bargain for battery. So he's this is a guy who is, you know, he hashtag believes all women, I guess. I mean, this is real. This is 100% real. And the crazy part about all of this is, you know, Mersh jumped on board with Dick Masterson. Well, Dick Masterson, one of his first guests on his show was Mike Cernovich. Mike is a good buddy of Dick Masterson's. You know, these guys are friends. So how would Dick feel knowing that a guy he's now buddying up with tried to get a guest of his show deplatformed? He used a petition to do it. He really tried to make this happen. Now, luckily, nobody signed up for this, I guess. It says zero have signed. I don't know what happened there. I don't know the story. But this really is Mersh. And if you don't believe it's Mersh, I can prove it to you. Now, there's only one way that this would happen. And it's if Mersh was really the guy who did this. Take a look at the comments on the... Oops, wait, hang on a second. Oh, shit, the, uh, the archive might have removed this. Hang on a second. I'm going to bring up the actual version of this. Shouldn't be too hard to find. Let me go back to my profile here. I know I've got it somewhere on the timeline. Here we go. Okay, so here's the actual, not archive version, the real live version. Oh, 1,128 have signed it. So apparently archiving, whoa, the number is still going up, actually. It's going up. What, what is happening right now? It's going up. 1,134, 35. Wow. Okay, I don't know if that, that's some little effect that the website does, but check this out. Here's the real thing. And again, right there on the page, live page, Mike Sheely. That's Mersh. Uh, Mike Sheely. Now, take a look at this in the comments section. Let's, there's only two comments. This is from two years ago. The first one's from someone named Heather. The second one is from someone named Kyle... Sheely, and Kyle Sheely says, because fuck him, that's why. Now, Kyle Sheely is Mersh's nephew. I know this for a fact because I used to be uh, friends with Mersh on Facebook. His family is on there. I did some investigating. Kyle Sheely is the child of Mersh's sister. Why on earth, if this wasn't really Mersh who posted this, why would one of his family members be commenting on it, trying to get it going, trying to do one of those starter comments to help get it going. He managed to get nearly the number of signatures they were looking for. They were only looking for 1,500 signatures. He got, got 11,000. 
48. Sorry, 1148. So he nearly did it. What happens if you actually manage to deplatform one of Dick Masterson's guests from Twitter? Does Dick Masterson still stick by you? Do you get to keep your new project too then? The internet is all a business and business is all about money. Morals and principles have no place on the internet. The internet is all a business? What the fuck? Literally, the internet is my business and I don't think of it that way. That is a weird take, Dylan. You treat Facebook like it's your business? What do you even mean by that? I don't think you're talking against me when you say that. I don't think I'm misreading you here. Um, I'm pretty sure you're saying something about Dick and Mersh when it comes to this stuff. But I still think that's a terrible, terrible take that the internet is all about business. The fact that people treat it that way is why shit like this happens for sure. But that is not what the internet is. That is what people have corrupted it into. The internet is a playground. Playground. And you should be playing on it. You should be having fun. You're a loser if you go to the playground and you whine about people monkeying around on the monkey bars. You're a loser if you stand at the end of the slide as someone comes down it and you get knocked on your ass and go, that's gay ops. Well, don't stand in front of the fucking slide. The internet is not business. It's monkey business, okay? Put a little chimpanzee in a suit and watch him dance for you. That kind of business, sure. Occasionally, the chimp might take his fez off and ask you for a nickel, and then he'll pretend to bite it to see if it's real. But it is not business business. You don't want to be playing with the people who treat the internet like a real business, okay? I don't treat the internet like a real business, and it's where I make all my money. You don't want to get involved with that kind of stuff. It's sick. I love the internet. Me too. I love, but I also hate it. And I hate it for the reason that, uh, what was that, Daniel who said that? I hate it for the reason he said as well. That's the the beauty of the internet though. That's why it's such a beautiful playground because there's so much crazy shit going on. It's the same reason people love New York City. There's always something going on, right? It's always something weird. Oh boy, hey, that's New York for you. Hey, that's the internet for you. You never know what to expect. And speaking of that, I never knew to expect that we would be getting the cop, the trademark, the registered trademark for Nightwave Radio. And I never knew that I could expect to be uploading Mersh's content and that for that to be okay. And I guess Dick's content too. You're allowed to upload his bonus content as well. I never expected any of that stuff. But now that I've got it, obviously we're going to need a website for our new show, Nightwave Radio, every Friday in the Pizza Fund, potawful.pizza. So we are building a website. Now, it's not done. We're still working on it, but I'll give you a little sneak peek of the new Nightwave Radio website, just to give you an idea of what we're working on here. We are 100% serious. All the people who tell me I don't know about copyright I don't know about trademarks. I don't know how this works. Well, you might be right, but don't worry about it because if you look here at our website, right next to Nightwave Radio powered by Pod Awful TM, it says, no copyrights intended. So no big deal. 
Here you go. Nightwave Radio NWR powered by Pod Awful. As you can see here, we've got cool vaporwave graphics. And by the way, that is the real Manslave Mersh photo. All of these photos are actually of Mersh. There he is as White Morpheus. There he is kissing a man dressed as a slave. Here he is in full slave gear. And here he is uh, showing his bald head. Uh, we've got the links to the trust fund on the side. We've got the free funny. We've got a link to at the N word over there. And then uh, just some, some nice little copy here. You know, explore it for yourself when it's out there. I'm not going to sit here and read it to you, but we are 100% serious about this trademark. And if I'm wrong, no big deal because no, say it with me, guys. No, no copyright, copyright intended. Your move, Mersh. Your move, Dick. I don't know. I'm so tired of the drama stuff. I really am, but it just keeps happening. I keep getting pulled into this shit. Now the internet's big mad at me because I flagged PPP or I flagged... This is a, a, a laughable one. They're now claiming that I took down one of Dead Wing Dork's videos. Some dumb bitch, some dog brain whore on Twitter is now just straight up lying and saying that I flagged Deadwing Dork's video. Well, I'm asking anybody out there, show the receipts on this. PPP doesn't believe it. Deadwing Dork is silent on this shit. It's all just coming from the same group of losers that me, a nobody, and the owner of Nightwave Radio managed to take down in one felled swoop. It's getting pathetic. And if the cope gets any harder, I'm not sure I can keep writing parody songs. Please give me a break. I just want to cover Spooky Charles. Guys, thank you so much for joining me live for this one. Did we... Uh, oh, we didn't even hit two hours. I thought this was going to go forever. Okay, well, great. Great, this wasn't too long, right? Did we have fun? I hope you had fun. This is a good one. You know, I hit two hours and this whole thing, it, oh my God. I would love to do longer shows, but it won't let me export the fucking thing in the highest quality at that point. I don't know why. This thing's got some sort of limit when it comes to exporting at high quality. So I try to hit under two hours. Guys, get yourself a Joker t-shirt before they're all gone forever. We are not ever going to cover him again. Maybe I should just make the pledge now to stop covering Dick Masterson stuff. I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. I do read the negative comments. I hope they're constructive. Let me know in the uh, comments below on this episode what you think when it comes to covering this drama shit. I'm definitely tired of it. We won so long ago. What is the point of this anymore? How, how loud can a single gnat buzz in your ear? <laughs> the internet keeps trying to swat me. And they'll never be able to do it. All right, podawful.shop to grab yourself the Joker shirt. I hope to see you Wednesday in the Pizza Fun podawful.pizza for that live one. And until next time, have an awful day. Head over to podawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at podawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fun. Podawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at podawful.com.